0: Hey there! Are you looking to take your family life to the next level? One where you're in charge and free to set your own hours? You've come to the right place. Each and every week, we share the highs, lows, ups, and downs as we grow our businesses from zero to hero. Welcome to the Nights and Weekends Podcast with Craig Hewitt and Ken Wallace.
1: I meant to do it this morning before work, and the phone started ringing off the hook, literally. And like, it's one of those days where I just started working and suddenly I, I, I look at my watch and it's like 1.30 in the afternoon. I haven't let the dog out all day, right? Yeah. So I go let her piss. I, I go back to work and then I look at my watch and it's like 7 o'clock at night. And yep. my wife's upstairs like, you know, you should come up and spend some time with your son because you're going to miss these days. And I'm just like, fuck, really? Oh, <laughs> really? That's what I get.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Thanks a lot,
1: right? Oh.
0: So uh so you need some new sunglasses? <laughs>
1: so, yeah, to uh to block the glare from shiny objects, I do. Yeah, tell some me. horse blinders. <clears throat> you know those they have these you know back from the Shackleton times. They had the snow goggles with like a slit in them, right? So you wouldn't get snow mm-hmm. blindness. That's what I need. <clears throat> that's what
0: I need. I'm not going to make any horse goggles jokes like that's too <laughs> fraternity. Those are too fraternity Those are
1: different than beer goggles, I'll have Right. You. Horse goggles are way <laughs> kind of a different thing.
0: Well, they say uh go go ugly early. Is that what
1: they say? <laughs> <laughs> Uh so uh, all, right, all right. So what are your shiny objects? What 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 kind of shiny objects have you been stumbling into? No,
0: no, no. This is all about you. I'm why, I'm uh
1: Why is this all about me?
0: I'm 100% dedicated on the six things I have going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're already doubling down on your shiny objects. All right. Uh, no, I mean it it's um it's it's very challenging actually. I mean, I have um I have a lot that I want to do and some of it's almost like esoteric. Like I I think I want to be involved in software, even though not, I've never done any sort of software before. I just think that it's kind of the way to go. I may see Nathan Berry doing 83 grand a month with convert kit. And I'm like, wow, you know, that's, that's a lot. I can't, I can't see doing that with anything else I'm doing. Um, and that's probably accurate. And so I just kind of see all that and say, this is the way to do it. Um, but I mean, it's th- 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 just a little bit of everything. I mean, podcast motor obviously is still going. Our new travel sites are um, are done getting migrated to WordPress, but we have some sort of tinkering we need to do to get them kind of re-optimized because they were pretty pretty good to go uh, on Drupal, which is kind of how they were set up before. And so we got to redo some stuff now uh, that we moved them over. And I think moving them over is a is a good move in the long run. But right now it's a, a bit of growing pains. But you know, managing that a little bit and then podcasting course that we're doing so epic podcasting is uh about to launch which is something I want to talk about you know in detail later kind of the process of of how I'm going to launch that is going to be cool I think but um yeah and then you know and then I have a day job too so it's just a it's just a ton of stuff and knowing where to focus my time uh is is difficult and so I see you know Rob and Matt Paulson and uh, I saw Brennan Dunn, his email this weekend was, you know, he's selling PlanScope and just to to double down on double your freelancing. Right. Um, and, and so I I finally am kind of getting what these guys say that like, hey, focus on what's really working. And I think to, to in my fairness, and a lot of people's fairness who are, are newer at the game, you don't know what's working. So you throw a handful of things at the wall and see what sticks and then start doubling down on those. But it's a little unfair to say only ever do one thing and and just assume that's going to be your home run. Yeah. So I I think it's a natural progression. All these guys have a lot of things. They find what works and they filter everything else out and and focus on one thing. So I think it's a natural progression, but –
1: Especially when you have a when you have a lot of emotion tied up into the outcome, like you really are wanting, I mean, like you've got a lot riding personally on this working, this being your business working. Right. And so just to focus on one thing, it's really scary for anybody who's at all risk averse because, because you're like, what happens if I'm focusing on the wrong damn thing?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. So it's, uh i I definitely am hitting the upper limit of of that you know diversification to where I don't have the time to put into doing any of them really well right um but that's cool it's cool it's good to recognize um
1: uh, yeah <laughs> it's it's frustrating it's frustrating to
0: recognize well, it is 'cause 'cause you know like you're saying you don't know because they haven't really explored like what if I'd knock this course out of the park and start making five grand a month from the course? You know, if I don't launch it, then you don't know. Um, and, and, you know, podcast motor is a pretty known thing at this point and it's, it's doing great and it's growing. But you know, I, in my head, I see kind of like the margin of it and the work that goes into it is not infinitely scalable. So, so in that I say, I do know what's going on there <clears throat> and it's great cause it's very stable, but, um, it's not going to, you know, I'm not going to make 80 grand a month with it. Um, so anyways, it's my emotions.
1: I hear you. I, uh, yeah, I exactly feel the same thing. It's like, there's a ton of stuff I want to do and I'm, just, you know, ever since Christmas, it's been tough to find time just to do even one of the things, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, at the beginning of the year, you and I saw this, uh, the Justin Jackson maker challenge where he's going to make a hundred thousand billion things this year. And it's like, Oh, we should do that too. So I signed up thinking, yeah, I can make a few things this year. And I know you signed up too. <clears throat> and, uh, hyperbole aside, Justin said he was going to make a hundred things and he made a, a list of a hundred, many of them really easy things he could kick out. Right. And I'm thinking, yeah, I could probably kick out six or seven things this year. And then, you know, a few weeks later, I start thinking about it. I'm like, I, I've really just got to focus on the one thing that I'm not even fully, you know, I'm not, I'm not giving it all the work it needs or deserves or wants yet. I can't, I can't divide my scarce time right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That said, you know, I, uh, I keep thinking I want to do a course and, uh, and it's just like, even various projects like that pop up, and it's like, man. And everybody I talk to, like in mastermind groups, they're like, Ken, you don't, you don't want to do a course right now. Blah,
0: blah, blah. Why do they say you don't want to do a course? They
1: keep telling me to stay focused on uh, the current revenue driver, right? Mm-hmm. And driving traffic, driving traffic. Building course just splits my focus, doesn't help me drive traffic. And I understand that. Because I think with Mastermind Jam, I've got the, um, for, for now, I've got the, you know, the pricing question settled i've got the kind of the early business model settled the good enough for now business model settled and i just i really do i gotta drive traffic um so that's what i'm working on driving traffic but i've also got i i i I have started another little side project but i'm doing it smart and uh it's kind of an art project i'm just gonna delve into one little shiny object i'm doing and it was uh inspired by something that uh i heard on bootstrap with kids so i uh i asked breck and scott if i could swipe their idea it was in one of their dumb idea piles i'm like you know i don't think that's such a dumb idea i want to i want to pick it up and dust it off and see what i can do with it and they said you know go with our blessing and uh and uh so i'm kind of working on that but and by working on it, i mean I am totally completely outsourcing the whole thing, so uh, there will be more on that in a future episode because I don't want to reveal what it is right now. Okay, nice. But uh, yeah, it's what, like what it's what taking zero it of my do time. With or? uh, it is such a simple thing that if I tell you a little bit, you'll know it all. <laughs> no
0: no
1: that's fair that's fair and it's and, you know i don't want to build it up too much it's not it's not that big of a deal it's something i'm, I'm going to do for microcom this year and uh i think some people will like it and uh i'm 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 just kind of looking forward to doing this and uh see see whatever reaction i get it's not going to make me billions of dollars that's not the point of it um the Buy point me. of it it's something that will help me um have conversations with a lot of entrepreneurs let's put it that way absent <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> some shrooms and some edibles and uh yeah the uh, That's awesome. so anyway it's something i've got so i've got an artist lined up he's agreed to help me out with it and uh i've got a uh production house lined up and they've agreed to do the production work for me and uh i won't be doing any kind of pick back and shipping i will say it's a physical product that's that's all I'm going to reveal right now.
0: Nice. Ken's uh, making Ken's making bobbleheads. Bobble <laughs> Bobblehead bobble Craig Hewitt. The Heaton Shaw bobblehead. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: And uh so um it's not that I have to act like actually spend hours toiling. Well, yeah, that's what I kind of like it. And it will just c- completely be a marketing exercise once I get going on this. Mm-hmm.
0: So I kind of like that. That is the key, isn't it? It it's that um the the shiny objects are only limited by time, I mm. think, yeah. and the side projects. So Pippin Williamson wrote a, a blog article on Pippin's plugins uh, a couple months ago about side projects and how they're healthy. And I do agree. I mean, just kind of going back to, to the sort of the thought of, of side projects and shiny objects. and You don't know which shiny object might be your next business. Um, I think it does drive, like you're saying yours is actually an artistic project, but, but a lot of them just drive creativity and get the juices flowing and, and even kind of let you have that switching power Yeah, I'm going to work on mastermind jam for two hours and then I'm going to work on this other art thing for an hour. And then when I go back to mastermind jam, my perspective will be so fresh because I've been doing something else. Yeah it's also productive but it's just different. Yeah. Um even if you're only sort of 80% productive on each of them, then you're 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 more productive overall, I think, than yeah. if you just stick with one thing all the time.
1: That's exactly right. Um yeah, it's it's kind of inspiring to just switch gears mm-hmm. and not worry about code or email support or you know any of that right now. Plus, you know, I, I'm coming at this I don't have any of that baggage I have with you know, mastermind jam. It's like the, the emotional and stress baggage that comes with. You know, people have paid you for this thing. Make sure they're getting their money's worth out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, this other thing is just completely. You know, no one knows about it. No one cares. So I can't fuck it up yet. <laughs> you
0: know. No, that's exciting. Yeah. Um.
1: So you know, and again, I don't want to build it up too much, but uh, yeah, probably in the next. Maybe not next episode, but two episodes from now, we'll we'll dive into it. Um, and the, yeah, and the other thing is, I the course thing. You asked me, you know, why have I been avoiding the course? You know, a lot of people had advised me to you know, just stay focused, and a course isn't going to really drive enough revenue, and nobody really needs a course on this topic yet. I log in Udemy. And there's eight or nine different courses on masterminds, how to run a mastermind, how to start a mastermind, blah, blah, blah. Um, Priced anywhere from $24 to a hundred bucks. And these people are selling thousands of these courses. Yeah. Um, The one, in fact, I I signed up for one of them because there was a 75% off coupon code floating around. So anyway, I signed up for one. Just to see what it was all about. Because this guy, no, it's regular priced, um, that one was regular priced 99 bucks, and it had sold 1,600 copies of this course. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, that's not like retire to a private island money. But that does change the time frame on a lot of my... Objectives, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's money yeah. that I could roll in and obviously Udemy takes their cut and blah blah blah. But the point is, you know
0: So even if it's half eight hundred copies of a hundred dollar products right. It's not not bad. <laughs> no. I think
1: we would all take that extra influx yeah. of cash. And it it's truly passive, right? You spend the thirty hours to make the thing or whatever it is, you push it out there. And you sell a bunch of copies, and you update it every once in a while as things change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people can be watching the, the the course at two a.m. You're not actively pushing a webinar. There's not a launch that's you know. There's no there's no launch sequence that has to you know, just be tended. There's no webinar that has to be tended. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I think I think that's probably something I, I'm going to look into, just because I can't deny the fact that. Um, people are finding value in it. And those people that are potential customers of mine. And even if I don't see a lot of downloads or throughput on that course, I can also have a locally hosted copy using, cause I've got a copy of Zippy courses and I can use mm-hmm. it as a lead magnet. I can use it. I can use it in a ton of different ways. I can use it as an add on for a, a, you know, a post sale, um, you know, add on. It's like, okay, thanks for signing up. Hey, while I've got you, you know, while I've got your attention for a limited time only, Click here to get this thing. You know, it's like, there's a ton of ways I can use that or I can use it as a tripwire product before the sales for the actual, actual mastermind product. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, trying to see it that way. It's just one more, one more little tool in my Batman
0: tool belt, you know? And I wouldn't even look at it as a, a tool in your tool belt, but something different. That you can offer customers. They might not be ready for a mastermind yet. Yeah. Um, but they might just be interested in it. So they might want to learn about, you know, maybe they maybe they have their group already, but they want to learn how to get more out of it. Yeah. So you're offering value to them in a different way through the course or the book or the email series than through your matchmaking service. So I mean, I think that's how you gotta look at it is like, yeah, I have several different ways I can offer value. And, and and you better be, and I better be offering value and not just trying to sell something, mm-hmm. um, and doing it in different ways to different types of people at different price points, uh, to to serve everybody in the way that they're ready for. Right, exactly. And it's not it's not a one time deal either. You could you could sell the course to somebody and then you could sell the match baking service to somebody and you could sell, a, you know, I would guess if you continue this you'll have some sort of a guided mastermind. Yep. Uh, at some point so you've you,
1: you, you it's like you're looking at my notebook yeah <laughs> so i've got a, a two other things in addition to the course i mean who says that uh, you know three years from now there might be 10 courses i don't know but i think one course for this year is a goal another thing i want to do this year is i'm going to make a slack plugin um that can help people that are running mastermind groups mm. um so it's a Slack plug-in that will act as like an automated virtual assistant that will just pop in every once in a while and ask you how you're doing. Uh, are you on track to, to meet your goal by the upcoming meeting? Oh, by the way, when is that next meeting? Okay, let's make sure that's on your calendar. It will do these kind of automated AI tasks that are easy to do. Yeah. Um, and just a lot of, a simple question-and-answer format or simple poll, that kind of thing. And that, and that way, <clears throat> even if you leave your mastermind group, the the work result of this you can take with you. And so maybe I'll put that into like a Google Doc where you can track your progress from week to week or something like that. But anyway, um, also then I can put that into the Slack um, integration um, app store that they have. They have a whole like curated search engine of just Slack integrations. And think of that like as a mini search engine, right, where I can be sure to rank to the top because there's not one in there yet dedicated to masterminds. You know, if I go to Google, there's competition. But if I go into the Slack app store, you know, just like if you had a WordPress plugin, you know, mm-hmm. you're competing in the WordPress market. Or if you have got a big commerce plugin, you're competing in big commerce's app store. Um, so <clears throat> this way I can be a bigger fish in the smaller pond, higher conversion range, um, um, rates there, hopefully. Because um, people that are at, on the Slack app store looking for masterminds, um, I got to believe are really motivated to, to, to get into that. And that, that that. leads them back to my core offering. Right. Um, so in addition to that, I think, um, I can make a product that helps these guys that do the paid masterminds, the facilitated guru led masterminds. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I've talked to three of them so far, not, not like an, Oh, if I build this, will you buy it? Kind of a pitch, but talking to them as far as how they run their business, what their hurdles are. Um and then a fourth thing that I did uh, on that track is I took a um a workshop. It's not a course, but it's like a workshop where you pay to hear some guru mastermind tell you how you can make money running guru masterminds, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you see these all the time, right? Yeah, and yeah. I took it with the idea knowing that I'm I'm not interested in that and I understand how Um, kind of bullshit the marketing is around that, you know, it's the dragon in its own tail, but uh, you take a step back and look at it for what's going on here. All these people are hoping to make money running mastermind groups and what problems are they going to encounter? You know, what have I learned in my travels and people I've talked to who run these things and, um, what have I learned that can help these people? And so this guy gives out a huge like PDF manual, um, which is Which is cool for two things. First of all, since you you paid to listen to the course, you can use the manual. He gives you the .doc version of it. You can put your name on it if you want to. You can copy and paste it into your own stuff. The other thing I use it for, I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in it for is in there, he highlights key problems you'll encounter and how to solve it by cobbling together all the different technology solutions that are out there. Nice. Yeah. So, hey, you want a membership um, for your for your mastermind community here. Here's your options. You want to uh, monetize it. Here are your options. You want to track engagement. Well, you're going to have to cobble together these JavaScript snippets and put it in here like this. If you want to do recurring payments, here's how you do it. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to host video um, chats, you know, for your virtual mastermind, here's how you do it cobbling it together with, you know, four or five different services. Very comprehensive manual. And what it also does is highlights all of the pain points, right? All of those, all of those steps that you got to cobble together yourself, they, they lend themselves either to a training or be a software solution that kind of makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to, you know, you could, you know, like Russell Brunson run, ran a service coaching people on how to, um, streamline their sales funnels. He, he st- took a step back, saw the patterns and developed click funnels. Yeah, You know, I've, I've said this before, Clay Collins with, with, with Lee pages, um, Rob at drip. Um, so I think there's an opportunity there. Um, so I've been making notes about that and I'm going to sketch screens and then I'm going to hire a developer to do it. I'm not going to even, I'm not going to even think about writing a line of code on that myself
0: for, for sort of an all inclusive, mastermind management tool. Yeah. I'm going to 80, 20 it. Right. So I'm going
1: to look for what gives you the most value and that streamlines, you know, the most impact. Mm -hmm. So what are the biggest pain points that affect revenue and, um, the viability of running a paid guru led or facilitated mastermind. Okay. And then tackle those things first. And then as interest, um, as I get feedback, I can add other things to it.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: So that's my, that's my plan. Um, I've talked to enough people about that, that I I think I know where the pain points are. I have, I have not yet got to the point where I can put some, like a prototype together and take some screenshots and say, Hey, do you, do you want to pre-order this? Um, that's, I think that's the next step. So I'm going to put all my assumptions down into some like, and basically just, um, JPEGs of what the screens will look like and, um, like a feature summary and then start talking to people one-on-one who run these masterminds Mm -hmm. and, uh, boy, that's an easy list to
0: compile by the way. Yeah, no, I'm sure. (laughs) sure. I don't, but yeah, Yeah. I think you could, you could get two or three layers down, uh, and, and the list would get pretty big. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you because know, the gurus have little guru minions that still run gurus for lesser known people. I mean, it's yes. Well, I want to attack like that middle or low tier. <laughs> yeah, and then get enough
1: of them on board giving me feedback, where I can then go to a Chris Yates and say, hey, <clears throat> you know, I've got ten people using this right now, and mm-hmm. here's the here's the difference in this their business this is made. Last year they made this in revenue with my system. They made this in revenue, you know. Yeah. And and come in with a with hard numbers and say you know, <clears throat> but anyway, there's 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 a clear stepwise pattern to that. But then it gives me a good continuity product, right? Good recurring revenue, um, and I think that's really the key kind of what I'm driving for here.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind of
1: budget are you setting for that? I don't have one now. What I what I'm really hoping is, um. Early this year, Q1, Q2, I can make some wins with Mastermind Jam as it's doing, organizing mastermind groups, developing like an info product in a course around that that core, right? Mm-hmm. And using those revenues to fund two things, traffic, paid acquisition of traffic, and hopefully that kind of makes a reinforcing spiral of more traffic. Um, <clears throat> I've got a couple viral things planned. It's uh, kind of pseudo viral, but basically ways to get people to share, um, the news about mastermind jam and then use that, all that revenue to drive into, um, development of the software.
0: I was, uh, uh, a, I don't want to say a recipient uh, or a, an audience member of a pretty solid, uh, you know, market validation exercise a couple months ago. Okay. So when you get ready to do that, you know, give me a shout I'll share I mean it was fantastic, cool, cool, yeah, yeah, it was very thoughtful and very very well done, you know, to where they didn't lead you and ask for pre sale up front and all this it was it was excellent, so yeah. yeah, I love that yeah um yeah i I wouldn't i'm gonna I wouldn't need that write a line of code and i mean for <clears throat> even for our course, i'm pre selling it, and if no one buys it, then. I'm not doing it. I'll, I'll refund, you know, the handful of people that buy it, but if ten people don't buy it, then I'm not doing it. Yeah. Because it, it's just I mean, we've seen it too many times.
1: Yeah, He's, no, I'm not know, gonna hold Building something
0: up. just for fun is just self indulgent.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna hole up in my basement and just, you know, write a bunch mm-hmm. of code. Uh, and this is also not something you can do the seven day startup method where you just, you know, in a weekend and a week you you kick out something that's ready to so it really does need um, some sales copy, some some thinking through what I think my my assumptions are and what the uh, immediate need is, and then go validate that little by little, right?
0: Yeah, but I mean, you can do a, a three-slide PowerPoint and some slides and, and some balsamic. Yep. And in a week, in seven days, you could be ready to talk to people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's exciting.
1: Well, what I'll probably do um i well i do love balsamic i'm I'm actually probably going to kick it out using like bootstrap or something html and where there are buttons to click and pages that you can click through mm-hmm. but no actual functionality you know what i mean just just yeah and then uh because i can i can kick that out really really fast um just because i have all the tools at hand that's what i do in, in my day job yeah but um or I don't know, I could be talked out of that. Maybe I'll just do balsamic, it doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> I just think there's a higher confidence level instead of a black and white wireframe. It feels a little closer to being a reality mm-hmm. if it looks and feels like a web app that you could log into even though there's no real functionality. But if I could do, a, you know, like a, a Jing screen flow kind of uh, uh, video walkthrough and say, hey, here's what I'm thinking. You know, the, he, these are the problems that you're having and here's how I would solve that. What do you think about that?
0: <clears throat> I wouldn't be afraid to do it live, too. I mean, get get five people on Skype and do a screen share live. Yeah. That really makes the rubber meet the road.
1: Yeah. And I know a few Facebook communities where people that are delving into this Hangout that I kind of lurk in, like I, mm-hmm. I just gather, right? I, I join the group. Um, I think you were supposed to be some part of some part of some paid mastermind community, but I wasn't, but I just asked to join anyway and they let me in <laughs> like they didn't check their membership roles.
0: Nice. Yeah. They just
1: approved my request. So I'm just lurking around, but, uh, and no, I'm not going to post in there or spam in there, but I can reach out and contact people onesie twosies and say, Hey, you got time for 15 minutes just to talk about, you know, how you're going about doing what you're doing. And then you can just ask him the leading questions, the five whys, you know, <clears throat> and then, uh, um, hopefully that can, uh, help me validate some things, but that's, that's months away. Again, I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, my focus, you know, this hour and this week and the, the next few weeks is really finding ways to drive traffic. Um, but yeah, zooming, you know, Helicoptering up to a higher level. Yeah, I think there has to be an overall plan for moving forward because I'm really, I feel like I'm like <clears throat> hip deep in the swamp. You know what I mean? Yeah, so.
0: yeah. And I think you're at the, the I don't want to say dangerous inflection point to where you're, you're super invested in Mastermind Jam and it looks promising. And I just want to make sure you're not sort of like, blindly going forward before you really make sure it's a business right yeah because because you have all these ideas and things and products and yeah oh yeah i I don't want you to get this time next year and say yeah i'm still making five grand a month. i don't
1: want to get to q2 and say i'm i haven't broken yeah and by the way um uh, last conversation i said one of my goals for early this year was to break four figures i broke four figures in december I didn't realize nice. that, but I did break yeah. four figures in in December. But uh, anyway, the um, um, just barely, just over a thousand bucks in December. Which, That's
0: fantastic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and half of that was one sale. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, good month. The uh, um, if traffic generation efforts go nowhere, and I'm just finding this isn't a big pain for people um, then yeah, I'm just going to refocus and, um, do something else, (laughs) you know, and and not even worry about some of this other stuff I'm proposing Mm -hmm. people, you know, maybe this is something we talk about, but it's not really a pain point for people. Um, but I think, um, there are two problems I'm seeing with the current business. One, um, you know, you got to, lure them to the site, and build enough confidence in them that they pay you for the matching service, right? And it's really, you're paying for a blind date. And that really throws a lot of people off. If I had something else to offer them at a lower dollar amount that could help me, A, build trust, B, educate them on the power of a mastermind group, that would help a lot. Two, um, the other problem is... I, f- I see a lot of people that get in the groups and they have three or four meetings and then just the group just goes nowhere.
0: hmm.
1: And, um, I, I, it really bugs me because I, you know, I want to spend time working on a business that I feel really helps people and that people get a lot of value out of. And if, a, you know. If I'm getting positive testimonials from a vast minority of my customer, that's, that's a problem to me. That's kind of a bummer. Um, if everybody else just falls off the face of the earth, right? I'm not getting complaints. I just don't hear from them anymore. Well, part of the problem is I don't have a built-in way in the business for the customers to, to show continued engagement.
0: Yeah, that's it's, the tough thing. I mean, you're, you're selling half of the benefit. Yeah. Right. The other half is the group operating.
1: Right. And there's so much that relies upon humans to be kind mm-hmm. to each other and to continue to support each other, um, to be engaged, to be ambitious, for schedules to line up, for family shit to not get in the way. And there's so much that's working against me, right? And then, on the other hand, um, there's no requirement for people just to, to CC me on every email. There's no requirement for people to stop by and click a button that says, hey, we met this week, and it was... You know on a scale of one to ten, it was a eight <laughs> right, or I've accomplished you know ten out of fifteen goals that I've set so far this year um i I got no overall metrics. My metric now is you know timely match. they were matched in a timely fashion, and then I wash my hands and I move on to the next customer mm-hmm. and it, to me personally, that leaves kind of a void um because I'd like to highlight success stories. Um, you know, I guess dating sites just kind of hope that people write them a letter and say, hey, you know, I met this guy on Match.com and uh, we got married and here's our beautiful kids. You know, I guess they just hope for that. After you drive enough traffic to it, you know, you get a million people through your site that eventually I guess somebody's going to write you a letter like that.
0: Yeah, but you're not going to see that.
1: kind of No, job. I'm never going to get that yeah. kind of. Um, even if I do this for the next 10 years, I'm just not going to see that amount of interaction. So, yeah, yeah. I need to uh, do something that keeps me invested, frankly. Is that, mm-hmm. I don't know if that sounds selfish or not. but uh, No, I think it's, that's fair. Very fair. Because it feels like a lot of times I'm just putting a lot of energy into this void. You know, you're know, you just sitting here on the edge of a hole and you're just throwing money and, and time into it. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then your wife says, you know, Why aren't you up here eating dinner with us? And it's just like... Well, I got to be down here putting putting money down this hole. <laughs> Come on, honey. <laughs> this is the this is the dream. I'm living the dream.
0: she <laughs> <laughs> says, whose dream is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's like it's like being on a frozen lake and ice fishing. You got no evidence that there's fish under you. There's just a hole and you got a line in it and you just right. there's stuff down there. Speaking <laughs> of evidence, um, and driving traffic. I found this cool keyword like long tail keyword um, research tool. So there was a, like an obscure link to it on an old blog post about how to find keywords, and it's really a fun tool. Uh, I know this is a tangent, but uh, and the URL is keywordshitter.com. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's excellent I'm not even kidding you and you type in
1: like a phrase that you you would hope people would search for like find a mastermind group it goes out to search engines and it finds a whole bunch of long tail matches and it just shits them out onto the screen you can copy and paste it or download it you can filter or whatever this is like no complex functionality there's no upsell here it's just the keyword shitter keyword shitter and it just gives you keywords to look at um, based on things that are kind of in around yeah your keywords. So
0: anyway, keyword research is a really powerful man. I mean, I, I um, I've been following Spencer at niche pursuits, long tail pro for a long time. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's a very powerful tool he has there. Um, if you're, if you're into to building content for, for traffic purposes only, it's, it's super valuable.
1: Yeah. I've been reading a lot of stuff from a, a, trefs, uh-huh. And from Backlinko, um, I remember in the old days you could use um, Micro Niche Finder or um, what was the Market Samurai? Those kind of tools, and then they would kind of they hack into your Google Analytics account and download keywords. Nowadays, you got to use things like BuzzSumo, mm-hmm. Ahrefs, mm-hmm. tools like that, Keyword Shitter, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, um so there are still ways to do it. Um, the Backlinko keyword, guy, keyword shitter. <laughs> that's excellent. I think the next business I do, it's going to have shitter in the name. <laughs> that's
0: excellent. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like if you if you started a website selling guitars, you sh- you should call it Guitar Shitter. You
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unlikely, but yeah, I like okay. it. Okay, I like it. Anyway. Oh man! So um, I want to share a little bit of launch strategy. Okay. So uh, the course is Epic Podcasting is getting ready to launch, um, sort of officially probably next week. And so, uh, yeah, I guess a couple of pieces going into it. it's pre-sale, so it's going to be at a, a pretty big discount uh, over the the regular price. Um, and doing two things, and I should really be doing three, I just don't, I don't feel like I'm able to do the third. Um, One is uh, I'll be shoving half of my list, and we talked about list segmentation before, um, I'll be shoving my list into two parts, I guess. And one is sort of everyone who qualifies with a certain lead score, and I haven't figured out exactly what that is, but I want it to be, kind of a certain number of people, so I'll kind of fudge it to get to whatever I need it to be. Um, And and I think it might just be anybody who's opened an email from me um, because I have a lot of people from the contest who have still not opened emails from me. Um, So so everyone who's opened an email from me will get into sort of the accelerated sales path. Uh, And I have six emails that I'm sending out. And, uh, like, the first one is sort of just a general, like, hey, you need to get into podcasting email. The second one is giving away all of the content upgrades that we've gotten from working with Brian at Audience Ops. So they've been developing all these downloadable PDFs uh, for our blog posts, and we have six of them now. Um, the third and fourth one will be uh, sort of anticipation and interest gathering ones, and then I'll have like a, a hard sale and then a QA. and a and then a sort of like hey this is your last chance one so six or seven emails um, so that'll be to everyone who's sort of relatively engaged in the list um, and then everyone who's not I'll send another like three emails maybe uh, basically just sort of prodding prodding and then if they don't engage in any of those and I'll use tags or workflow or something in drip to to denote you know hey if if they've gone through the whole thing and don't open anything I'll just archive all of them um so that's been a real experience. I mean, it's been a long time since I've written that much email copy. Uh ever since I wrote the first like email course for Podcast Motor, which mm-hmm. was almost a year ago. Um, oh, it's hard, man. It's really hard it to is. it's really hard to and the sales copy on the sales page is the same way. To not just sort of like shoot your wad in the first paragraph, yeah. you know, <laughs> to, to, to buy my shit, patients, buy my shit, patience <laughs> to say, oh yeah, this is podcasting, this is why it's great, and all these things are important, and this is why it's kind of harder than blogging, and da, 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 da. you know, not just, hey, here's, you know, sign up here, yeah, um, buy my shit, yeah, so it's been, it's been a real experience, and the two writing the two kind of in parallel has been nice, um, so I, I I've, uh, you know, along with my shiny object, have been sort of dicking around with technology, around like how to run the course and how to do the sales page and all this kind of stuff. And so I looked real hard at Zippy Courses because we've talked about it before. I um, I have optimized Press from something else I was going to do before, and we've talked about Thrive Content Builder. Mm-hmm. And I ended up going with Restrict Content Pro as the sort of membership management tool, yeah, that's and then cool. just, res- and then uh, Thrive actually will be both the landing page and all of the um, course pages.
1: That makes sense. I can see that.
0: Yeah, because it's so easy. It's just so easy. I mean, and and Optimized Press is similar, but a lot more rigid. Um, and Optimized Press gives you the option to either install a theme and use it as a theme or install it as a plugin. Either way, though, it's not as flexible as Thrive, because Thrive, basically, you can apply it to any page. Right. Um, and I think Optimized Press you can, but it's not quite as easy. Man, I tell you, I mean, we talked about it before. Thrive is, is my go-to for almost everything. It's, I mean, I still use Genesis kind of laying underneath it. Yeah. Um yeah. But I'm able to just use, like, the Genesis parent theme and then just customize it with Thrive, like, on each page. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You po- copy in the short codes and whatnot.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, just I just publish a blank page, go in and, and apply, like, a, a landing page. Oh, I
1: see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So that's not in your Genesis, like, blog post, but it, you, you make a blank page mm-hmm. and then you choose a landing page template. Yeah, that's the Mastermind Jam homepage. That's what I did.
0: Yeah, no it's fantastic. Yeah.
1: And um yeah. So I love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting. So um but yeah, so so the sequence for emails is going to go over about 10 days I think and we'll I, I hope to publish the first one jeez, Monday. So, you know, by the week after next have some decent results on, you know, actually selling some stuff. Right. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Pretty anxious, you know, if I'm honest with myself, because this is this is the thing that you know hopefully takes podcast motor and all of the work we put in to financially at least a whole new level.
1: Well you say anxious, what what's what's the like nagging fear?
0: Uh they don't sell any. Which is not a big deal because I haven't I haven't built the course. If I had built the course and spent you know thirty hours of video and transcribing and worksheets and all that kind of stuff, and then I didn't sell anything, I'd be really pissed. But you know this is pre-sale, so it's just you know fear of not selling anything, which I don't worry terribly about. I think I'll sell some, um, and I ho- actually I hope it's not that vague like I sold five. <laughs> and then do, you build, <laughs> do you build it still, or you just refund everybody and scrap the whole thing and throw it in the trash?
1: Well, I've often, you know, is there is there precedent for pre-releasing the course to like a limited number of people first, and just saying, hey, I'm only taking 50 people to look at my course, and um, if you sign up now, you'll get this course plus every future version of this course. Mm -hmm. You'll be my power beta testers or whatever, and sign up. I mean, you're going to charge them some money and then, um, um, just, just get their feedback, right? If they say, yeah, um, I didn't make it through, through the first video because you did this or, you know, I loved it or, you know, whatever. And then you can tinker with it, hone it and then go for the bigger launch. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that I've seen it done that way. So I, I ask, you know,
0: yeah, and I think that that's kind of the idea with pre-selling it is, yeah. you know, you pre-sell it and those are your beta users. I guess it's kind of implied that way, right? And then and then you go and say like you know, hey, here's you know, they're so they're going to buy it next week, right? Say. Yeah. And then I'll build it and and I'll just say, "Hey, you know, module 1 is ready, module 2 re- is ready, module 3 is ready." Um, and then I think once I got most of them done, then I would really start doing things like like the real launch, another giveaway, and running Facebook ads, and yeah, you, you know, I've and seen that. The done. price You're... point where I'm mean, going to charge four hundred dollars for it, you can do a lot of shit to sell a four hundred dollar thing. I've seen people
1: sell ebooks that way, where they'll pre-sell the book with some kind of you know, they just take a stab and they throw everything in the wall that they want to cover in the book, mm-hmm. and then they send out a survey after you sign up and say, okay, since you paid for the you know the advanced copy. Of Of all the things I said that um, I was gonna do, what are the top three things that you're looking to get out of this book? Yeah, you know, or there was the top yeah. one thing, or whatever? I've seen that kind of survey done.
0: Yeah, yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. It, it's uh, I'm excited about. It. I think we have a lot to talk about to to you know prospective podcasters. So I do think that we will add a lot of value um and it's just a matter of of you know getting it out there communicating our value proposition well enough um and then and then i'm 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 actually really excited that I, I hope and i think it will have some traction and then really sort of optimizing the whole thing in funnels and you know repeat webinars and all this kind of stuff that you see mm-hmm. some of these guys do that just sell a fuck ton of digital products i mean talking about passive i mean I, i I hear Derek Halpern talk about seven figure courses I mean he sells his course for three grand right yeah. so it's not terribly hard <laughs> to to get seven figures on a three grand product that you don't have to do any you know, you make it once and you know he updates it every six months probably but um yeah it's a it's a good business model man yeah it's I, a good i mean i remember um Jordan from Bootstrap Web interviewed uh, Keith Perhack a couple months ago, Mm -hmm. and I mean he said on there, you know, if I wasn't running CartHook, I would, you know, I would run one of these big high end courses. And I mean Jordan's the real deal. I mean he's he's a stud, and to hear him say that it's that legit of a business model is, you know, it's it's reassuring and and encouraging.
1: I like it better than the recurring webinar thing. Oh, yeah, and
0: I just mean the recurring webinar as like a funnel.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a funnel. funnel. Yeah, I get that. But um, did I tell you, I I was on this webinar the other day, and I was just going to sit through. I had 15 minutes before launch, um, and so I'll I'll kind of like half listen to this webinar. It was so annoying. I actually like went into the questions, and I – (laughs) <laughs> i just started berating this guy <laughs> was what was like, it what on you uh it was on um i don't know if i want to out him here on the podcast i don't want to just rag on somebody this was a um boy how can i anonymize this review let it me just say oh, i was on a can't. webinar so this guy um it, it turned out to be a joint venture so i get an email from somebody i trust who i bought his product before and it said, Hey, this buddy of mine is going to be on this webinar with me to talk about this new thing. And obviously I'm clearly paraphrasing here. So I sign up for the webinar. What the hell? If nothing else, I can watch. I can skim to the replay. And it was kind of vaguely something related to all these things I've been talking about with Mastermind Jam. And, um, I get into the webinar and I listen to the first 20 minutes. They still didn't tell us what they were going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. They had yet to get to the point of the webinar. The guy was still selling um, the fact that he was qualified to be talking to us today. Um, By He actually opened up a browser and went to Facebook and showed us his Facebook page, showed us a picture of his wife and kids, showed us pictures of him in the past and, and telling us how he's come a long way. And, um, the medical issues, his wife's been dealing with, and I'm, I'm just like, what, what is this webinar about? And I actually typed that into the questions like, I'm sorry, it's 10 minutes in. What are we going to be learning today? <laughs> and then at 15 minutes in, it's like, okay, enough pictures of your kids. What are we going to be learning today? Yeah. It was an hour webinar, 20 minutes in. I'm like, I got a bail. Um, beautiful family. Still don't know what this webinar was about.
0: It's <laughs> awesome.
1: So I'm not to- I'm totally not interested in whatever he's gonna be selling at the end of the thing. I don't care about that, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's just like cause he wasn't respectful of my time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, do we have any uh, new listener reviews? When
0: was the last uh, time I looked at that? That's a great question. I
1: do not know. All right. Well we'll have those ready for the next episode. People don't need to listen to us log into iTunes. Um what else what else is going on man
0: Uh man i you know i'm uh well no a lot of, uh, you know i'm giving notice at work this week that's huge um, why didn't we open is, with that yeah we're, no i mean it's it's totally very deleted it's huge i mean but it, you know it's an emotional time man i mean it's an emotional time we have a lot up in the air right now yeah. you know i mean P- podcast motor is is very stable we you know growing and, and stable and the team is good and offloading more and more all the time. But but that's about it. You know, I yeah. mean, everything else is just the, the the house could fall down tomorrow, I feel. And that's probably, you know, the world I'm coming into. But, um, you know, I'm trading that for the the time commitment of a day job, which is fine. You know, I think I, I deal with stress pretty well. So Um, it's, it's a known thing, but, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, Given notice, that's like, you're in a plane that's going about 30,000 feet up and Mm -hmm. you walk forward, you you knock on the, the cockpit door and you're wearing a parachute. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, like, you don't know how this conversation is going to go. Is he going to toss you out the door or (laughs) is he going to wait on you to jump when you're ready to jump? You know, it's like, you don't know.
0: Um. Yeah,
1: it's scary. Yeah, I
0: don't. I don't know.
1: And um, well, you're gonna give them plenty of notice.
0: No, I mean, I'm gonna give him plenty of notice, and, and but it's just you know a lot of a lot of variables, man. It's yeah. just um, but it's cool. I mean, I I'm obviously very excited. Um, but it's yeah, it's nerve wracking for sure. I mean, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't because, um, you know, the business needs to do good. It needs to do better than it is. And that's cool. I mean, we, you know, but Amanda, it will because I, you have
1: all this extra time to devote to it.
0: And that's it. I mean, Amanda, Amanda says, you know, Hey, you're doing this good with 15 hours a week. What if you had 40, you yeah. know? Oh man. Um, which is still not working nine to five every day. Right. Cause I mean, it's going to be, you know, the kids are in bed by eight, so you can work eight to 10. Oh yeah. Two or three nights a week, which is less than I'm doing now. Um, and, and working five hours during the middle of the day. Um, But you know what the big thing is, man? It's just the mental capacity Um, to to say, like, I don't have to worry about fitting in all this other stuff around my day job and at night and in the morning and on lunch and all that kind of stuff. It's like if I could just focus on podcast motor or launching this course or building a fucking plug in or whatever I'm doing. Focusing on it. Yeah, focusing on it, and not like fitting it in. Yeah, and, you know, oh. if the best part of my day could go to this, oh yeah,
1: your best hours, your best brain sugar going to this. I get it. Yeah, the um,
0: that's. The, I, I think that's the biggest. The that's the thing that gives me the most uh, peace of mind is that I'm giving this the worst of my day right yeah. now, and it's still going okay.
1: Yeah. I, uh, so. I've been trying to, on that note, I've been trying to like change my sleep schedule. Right. Cause I'm usually, I've always been a night owl since, a, bef- you know, since kindergarten. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I've been thinking, well, if I could just wake up earlier, give my best creative juices first thing in the morning to my business before going off to work. And by and large, that's been a total clusterfuck. And here's why it's nothing to do with the alarm clock. It's everything to do with, okay, I'm sitting at my desk at five in the morning or six in the morning or whatever, however early I got down there. And I know I got a post at work by 9.30 or 10, right? So then I just get into researching Facebook ads or whatever it is. Yeah. And I've got to leave it half finished and then go with a clear mind to my day job. Mm -hmm. And all morning as I'm working on, say, Mastermind Jam, knowing that I got this deadline coming up where I just got to stand up and do something different, um, that taints the whole work. Taint. <laughs> <laughs> if you're playing the drinking game at home, that is yeah, the right. second <laughs> frat boy reference of the episode. Drink.
0: Oh, gracious.
1: <laughs> so the, uh, if, you know, if just it's like knowing that I've got that hard stop coming up makes it worse
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it, and it really um, poisons everything I'm working on. I don't have a clear mind, even though that's technically best time of day for me. I'm not, I'm not clear of mind clear of heart just to just focus on that and jam it out and give it my best. Cause I'm kind of, I'm kind of bummed that I got to stand up no matter wh- how far along I am. Yeah. You know, many of the things that we do are not measured in an hour, right? You know, right. I, you might need, you know, three days of solid work to do something. You know, it just depends on what it is you're working on. Or you Mm -hmm. might need four hour blocker, you know, so to have to leave a post-it note next to my computer where I left off is really kind of a bummer.
0: And especially with some of these softer things like writing sales copy. I mean, to, to jump in halfway into a a sales page that's five pages long Mm -hmm. is really challenging. I mean, did it, The last two days I've been working on this thing and it's so challenging to try to write this section, write that section, write that section, write this email and then write that email. And you don't remember what the fuck you wrote two emails ago now. Oh yeah,
1: that's exactly right. I've been working on a lead magnet and that's, that's the same problem. You sit down, I've got 20 minutes to work on it. Where was I? What was I thinking about? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fuck. So, uh, I really envy that thing that you have on your horizon where you can just spend, you know, the time that's needed on the task and uh that 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 sounds wonderful
0: yeah yeah we'll see (laughs) wonder what that's like (laughs) yep yep well uh speaking of speaking of working on what needs to get worked on i think i'm gonna go hammer out some work man yeah let's do that i can do that too i'll uh yeah i I think we both will have exciting uh stuff talk about next week so i'm looking forward to it all right Thanks a lot. I'll talk to you next week. Yep. See you. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Nights and Weekends Podcast with Craig Hewitt and Ken Wallace. To stay up to date and learn more about balancing your family and your startup, visit www.nightsandweekendspodcast.com. We'll catch you next time.